Welcome to the Word on the Street, where you and your family will find yourself engrossed in the Bible, captivated by a variety of stories, and contemplating the deeper, more meaningful things in life. And here is your host, Anna Ware. Have you ever been on a winning team? A team where there is one excellent player who will score all the goals and get you all the wins. And in that team, it doesn't really matter what the rest of the team are like or how we play, so long as that one player shows up and does their thing. They are the key for winning the game. Often it's not very fun to play a sport where you've got a player like that because you don't really get a turn. But what about if you were going to battle? If you go to battle with a teammate like that, who just wins all the time. That is a member of the team you really want to be on your side. Well, let me tell you that we are on a winning team like that because we have the sword of the spirit, the Holy Spirit, fighting for us like a winning player who never loses a game, like a winning soldier who wins every single battle they go in. The Holy Spirit is God in spirit form, who lives in us if we believe in Jesus, and he takes care of us. I know he lives in us because in the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, Paul says that your body is a temple because that's where the Holy Spirit lives. The Spirit is in you and is a gift from God. He lives in us. Does he live in everybody? No. In Acts chapter 2, Peter actually says that you need to turn to God in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. How good is this gift? Jesus, actually, in John chapter 16, verse 7, says that it is so good that it is for our advantage that he doesn't stay here on earth, because if he doesn't go away, the helper won't come. But if he does go away, the helper, the Holy Spirit, will come because when he goes, he will send the Holy Spirit to us. How fantastic is that? I feel like this episode is the climax. It is the sword. It's the one piece of armor that will do all the winning for us, provided we stay alive and standing upright. This piece of armor, this sword of the Spirit, is the gold. It is so important. You don't want to go into battle without your sword. Now, I can imagine that you're probably thinking, what about a gun? Or what about an automatic rifle? That would be pretty good. When Paul wrote about the armor of God, they didn't actually exist then. So there was no writing about guns or anything like that. As you listen to each episode this series, you're probably thinking how easy it all is to fight against Satan because in most episodes, the key to winning the battle that we have to fight usually involves trusting in God, relying on Jesus, depending on the sword of the Spirit to be able to win. Yes, it does sound quite easy because we just need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and believe in him and we will win. But is that an easy task to do? keeping your eyes fixed on Jesus while we live in this world? What do you think? How well do you remember the armour of God that we've been studying this series? 
have not asked you in any of these episodes to try to memorize it, but I do wonder how much of the armor you remember. How about I give you some of the words and leave a quiet moment for you to fill in the word, if you know it. This is from Ephesians chapter 6. Stand firm then with the belt of... Mm, buckled around your waist. Do you know what that mm was? Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. With the breastplate of mm in place. Breastplate of what? With the breastplate of righteousness in place. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the mm of mm. Your feet get to be fitted with specific shoes. The readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of mm, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. What is this shield? Take up the shield of faith. Yes. Take the helmet of mm. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the mm, which is the word of God. That is today's episode. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. How did you go with those? Were you able to fill in the blanks? Or maybe you just got a couple of them correct. Let's see if you can remember that for next episode. Today's story. If you have been following on with the Word on the Street podcast for a while now, you will have heard this story before because this is a story about the day that the Holy Spirit came to dwell in humans. It is called the Day of Pentecost, and a lot of Jesus' followers were together all in one place. There was a celebration in Jerusalem, and there were all kinds of religious Jews from every country in the known world at that time, and they had all come to Jerusalem. But what happened with the Lord's followers, together in one place, was that the Holy Spirit came. Suddenly, there was a noise from heaven, like the sound of a mighty wind. It filled the entire house where they were meeting. They looked around at each other and saw what looked like fiery tongues moving in all directions, a tongue coming down and settling on each person's head. It was the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit actually took control of each person in the room, and they began speaking whatever language that the Spirit let them speak. They were making such a noise that a crowd gathered outside wondering what on earth was going on inside the house. These people who gathered outside spoke all kinds of different languages and when they listened to what was being spoken inside the house, they heard their own language being spoken. Wow, how exciting, how amazing. They said, don't all those people who are speaking come from Galilee? How can we hear them speaking in our own languages? There's more than 15 different countries and 15 different languages being spoken inside that house. We can hear it with our own ears. 
Some of us outside here are born Jews. Others of us have chosen to be Jews, yet we all hear our own language being spoken and telling of wonderful things God has done. Oh, wow, everyone was excited, but also confused. Some of them even kept asking each other, what does this all mean? What's happening? Others made fun of the Lord's followers and said, they are drunk. Peter said, we've had no wine at all. It's just the morning. And he proceeded to preach to them and to tell them all about what Jesus had done. Jesus had been raised to life. Jesus had been taken up to sit at the right-hand side of God and he was given the Holy Spirit just as the Father had promised. And Jesus is also the one who is giving the Holy Spirit to us right now. That is what you are seeing and that is what you are hearing. Peter kept on talking and talking and he told them that everyone in Israel should know for certain that God has made Jesus both Lord and Christ even though Israel put him to death on a cross. When the people heard this, they were very upset. They asked Peter and the other apostles, friends, what should we do? Peter said to them, turn to God, be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is for you and your children. It is for everyone our Lord will choose no matter where they live. Peter told them many other things as well. And on that day, how many people listened to his message and believed and were baptised? 3,000. After that, they spent their time learning from the apostles and they were like family to each other. They ate meals and prayed together. And that was the first time that the Holy Spirit came to dwell in humans. This Holy Spirit will fight our battles for us. How do you think that the disciples got the power to cast demons out of people? It was through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God here on earth dwelling in us. We are carrying a winning sword around with us wherever we go, a sword that fights for us. This Holy Spirit is so valuable, so much more valuable than gold or silver, costly stones or anything. We are so privileged to be able to have the Holy Spirit of God dwelling in us. Thank you, God. Question time! Question number one. Do you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in your body? And if yes, can you feel him or sense him there? And I'd love for you to chat about what that might feel like. Question number two. The Holy Spirit is a sword to fight off Satan and his evil army. But he is so much more than that. What else can he do? Thanks for tuning in to this episode on the Sword of the Spirit. During the week, I challenge you, try to remember all of the pieces of the armour of God. They are wonderful pieces that we've been learning about this series. And together, they help us to get rid of Satan in our lives. In the next episode, we'll be looking at the final verse that Paul talks about. After talking about the armour, he mentions prayer. And we are going to be looking at that one, how it ties everything all together. That brings us to the end of this episode. But please don't stop chatting about these things. 
Keep thinking about everything you've heard in today's episode and keep asking questions and discussing things with your family throughout the week. If you want to discover more episodes and resources about our Saviour Jesus and to learn more about the Bible, please head on over to the wordonthestreetpodcast.com. There's a link in the show notes and you'll also find there's a copy of today's passage. We are really looking forward to you joining us again soon.